You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM. This is The Morning Buzz with Karen and Natasha, and we are speaking to Charlie Smith, the editor of Vancouver. Charlie, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing well, thanks, Karen. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Charlie. I have to say, I know we talk about a lot of things, but this week I feel like we have so much to cover because so much has been happening this week, um, and I want to just get right into it. So our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, on Monday, accused the government of India of involvement in the fatal shooting of a Canadian Sikh leader, a claim that will impact Canada and India relations. So, Charlie, have we ever seen anything like this in, you know, our history? I can't think of a, a single thing like this in Canadian history where a prime minister has accused basically a foreign government of uh, killing a Canadian on Canadian soil. Um, it's, you know, these types of things like we, we've seen, um, for instance, we're coming up to the 50th anniversary of the coup in Chile, which brought Augusto Pinochet to power. And in that case, the Americans were deeply involved in the coup that ended up in many Chileans losing their lives. Uh, you had the U.S. involved in secret bombing in Cambodia and things like that. But with Canada um, and being on Canadian soil, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's 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 absolutely astonishing, but but not surprising because it's this these comments were being made. Uh, within the community from, you know, the, the, the murder occurred on uh, June 18th, and I think it was June 19th, the World Seeker Organization put out a, a statement um, basically saying the same thing that uh, Justin Trudeau uh, announced this week. Mm-hmm. So it was like about three months this whole investigation took. And Charlie, I want to get your thoughts. You know, what do you think of the like response of the allies? Because we definitely noticed that some countries have been outspoken. I know that the U.S. just recently said, of course, you know, we are with Canada. An investigation needs to be done. We want India to cooperate. But others have been silent. What do you make of that? Yeah, I find it interesting that the U.S. stepped forward. The Australian foreign minister, Penny Wong, also made a statement um, that was uh, fairly critical of India and supportive of Canada. Britain is, a, is an interesting situation in that, it, first of all, it has a prime minister of Indian ancestry, Rishi Sunak. Secondly, um, a Sikh a militant was uh, died under mysterious circumstances um, in Birmingham on June 15th, and or allegations within the community that he was poisoned, and he was a big supporter of Khalistan. Uh, the uh, others have said that, that he died of leukemia. So um, who knows? But but Britain's been been silent. I think uh, France is another one where you have uh, Macron, uh, the president of France, has been very close to Justin Trudeau, but he's also been extremely close. To Narendra Modi and is um, uh, so so traditional allies of Canada have not all stepped up in use and not by any means. Mm-hmm. And Charlie, you know why is it that you know you look at the relationship between Trudeau and Modi? It definitely has been an icy one. And how do you think this whole thing is going to end? I know we don't have a crystal ball in our hand, but what do you see happening here? Well, I think it's it's pretty clear that uh, Modi is more of a friend of the conservatives than the liberals. And there are a few reasons 
um, underscoring this. One, I think, is Justin Trudeau in 2015 made a choice um, to uh, align himself with politicians um, who were perhaps a little more sympathetic to uh, sick, uh, sovereignness, let's say, uh, objectives, or at least um, more critical of India, and, and that includes like having Dollywell nominated in Surrey. Um, you had Hajit Sajjan was um, anointed as the candidate in Vancouver South when a, a more pro-India politician, uh, Barish Dahan, was um, seeking the nomination. And and then you had Nav Baines, uh, whose uh, father was uh, on the board of the World Sikh Organization, and the same with, with Ajit Sajjan. So I think Modi didn't like that. Um, he had come to power in 2014. Justin Trudeau came in 2015. The other thing that's very interesting, too, and isn't talked about much in the media, Justin Trudeau has a lot of Muslims in his riding of Papineau in Montreal. And that's partly because Quebec controls its immigration system and has encouraged uh, immigration from places like Morocco and Algeria, which are French-speaking countries, but also are Muslim countries. And so I've noticed that Justin Trudeau has been much more pro-Muslim in his public commentary than many politicians who came before him. And, um, and, and as we know, Modi is, uh, you know, some say he's a Hindu fundamentalist, but he certainly um, uh, has, has advanced his career as, uh, in, in some cases uh, over the, you know, the, the BJP has not seen his friend of Muslims by any means. And so I think the, um, you've got all these things swirling around and then uh, you have the situation when Justin Trudeau went to went to um, India with his family, and then the picture with Adwal and Justin Trudeau's wife, um, and so and and you know allegations that maybe this was leaked um, from within India to the media, um, and and that cost Trudeau uh, a lot of popularity and jeopardized his, his re-election run in 2019. So, so there's, a, there's a long history there. And the other thing that's interesting is that there isn't an enormous amount of trade between the two countries, uh, although Canada does sell a lot of lentils to India. Um, BC has a, has a trade office where they sell lumber in Mumbai. Um, so, so there is some. And so I think the, the move on visas is also Modi's response because on the trade front there's not a ton of pain that he could inflict and if he went after the lentils the lentil imports which he still may do um, that would only hurt Indians because the price of lentils would increase and, and they're the world's largest consumer of, of lentils so so this is where it's getting very interesting uh, I think Justin Trudeau has been wise not to escalate, even in light of you know the visa move, which is pretty heavy-handed on Modi's part and is going to hurt Canadians. Um, but I'm I'm thinking that Modi would probably love to see uh, Trudeau defeated. The other thing that Trudeau has in his back pocket is there's this 
inquiry into foreign interference, and it hasn't been expanded to include India yet, but he, it could go in that direction, which could really create some problems for India, because then there could be testimony coming forward that could make things look even worse for India. A lot to look out for you here, Charlie. Thank you for the context. Really it's a appreciate long it. <laughs> it's a long answer, but you know it is very complex what's going on right now. And honestly, we're only at the beginning of it, so we're we're gonna have to wait and see what comes next. Now, Charlie, another big story, kind of moving uh, locally here. So, arrests were made as thousands of people attended rallies for and against teaching gender diversity in BC schools. And Soji has seemed to be um, in the news this week. I mean, what do you think of the reaction that we're seeing to? this well it was it's been astonishing how in part the anti-vaccine movement has pivoted to focusing on soji and and transgender rights and how uh uh children in the school system are are given opportunities to express their gender identity gender identity and gender expression in some cases without having to inform parents. So you had um, this became uh, has become a hot button issue, and I think part of it is you had a lot of these people who were raising money and fighting the vaccines and going on social media and these alternative kind of right wing media sites, but then the governments, provincial and federal, caved and lifted all restrictions on on COVID, so, so then they needed something else to raise a ruckus about, and they switched to this. And so a lot of the same people who have been participating in the, in the protests against vaccines are on the front lines in these anti-SOGI um, protests, and then that has led to a, a furious reaction on the part of supporters of the LGBT and, and their arrests. Um, one in, in Vancouver and two in Victoria on Wednesday and clashing at dueling rallies uh, in Vancouver. The pro-Soji forces outnumbered the anti-Soji, but in Surrey it was the opposite. Uh, it's all playing out um, in advance of a federal election, so I think um, it has to be looked at through that context. Um, but who knows? where these anti-SOGI people are going to go. Are they going to support Max Bernier, or are they going to uh, move over to Pierre Poiliev and the Conservatives? And and how are the Conservatives going to deal with this without um, alienating more mainstream, moderate Conservative voters that they need to form a majority? So it's, it's quite fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. It certainly is, Charlie. And now, finally, all a bit of a lighter note here, Charlie. Of course, it's the weekend, and BC Culture Days is going on. Tell us all about that. Yeah, BC Culture Days is quite a fun thing. It's a national initiative, but in BC, you've got um, more than 450 events that people can go from until uh, from starting today and until October 15th. So on Saturday in Vancouver, Pacific Theatre is inviting the public to watch a rehearsal. Normally you watch plays when they're, the rehearsals are over and you see it on the stage. But Tetsuru Shigematsu, who uh, highly regarded Empire of the Sun, a show about his father, and uh, Tetsuru 
was a radio broadcaster. His father was a radio broadcaster, so you might like this. But they actually didn't communicate very well. And then as his father was approaching his death, Tetsuru decided to uh, explore this and why this was the case. And there's intergenerational trauma and all of this. Uh, that's one thing. There's another one, Payson Dane, who's a visual artist, is doing a show at the Grant Gallery, but he's one of these BC Culture Days ambassadors so he's doing events so if you go to the bc culture days website there's just tons of events and it's a lot of diversity um different communities are represented so it's a great opportunity to and you can do it either online or you can go out live to events everything's free uh so it's something worth checking out certainly is charlie thank you so much for your time we really appreciate it you take care Okay, thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. We just spoke to Charlie Smith, the editor of Vancouver, and we talked about some of the biggest news stories of the week. Keep it locked here on Spice Radio, 1200 AM. This is The Morning Buzzer with Mankiran and Natasha.